chance. I will really, I will really find you and I will hurt you. I will cause bodily harm. Trade my 4x4 for GC3, ain't no more fearless feet. I gave him chance, a chance, a chance again. I even told him, please. I find it crazy the police to shoot you and know that you dead, but still tell you to freeze. Fucked up, I seen what I seen. I guess that mean hold him down if he say he can't breathe. It's too many mothers just grieving. They killing us for no reason. Been going on for too long to get it even. Throw us in cages like dogs and hyenas. I went to court and they sent me to prison. My mama was crushed when they said I can't leave. First I was drunk, then I sobered up quick when I heard all that time that they gave it to Ali. He got a license plus. We just some products of our environment. How the fuck they gon' blame us? You can't fight fire with fire, I know, but at least we can turn off the flames. That baby, man, a bigger picture. Let's just let's get right into it. I thought it was a very, very hard track. I fuck with it. That was it. That was, <laughs> that was you getting into it. <laughs> those, I mean, all words. Words. those all your words. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just a little intro. That's just a little intro to um. You know, I just want. What are y'all thoughts on it? Um, I thought it was a cool track. I think it's definitely like. Damn, Vance, no cool track, no cool this episode. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll get away. Track. I'll, I do say that for every every track song. is a cool that is, track. Yeah, that is one of our merch slogans. Cool track. That's gonna be a merch slogan too. It's a cool flavors track. and cool track. Yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's definitely the best track to come out like in this what first wave of like, um, black lives Black Lives tracks. Matter conscious rap. Um, it was way better than the baby's remix of his billboard song i think he just made a remix of his rockstar song and just like added a black lives matter verse to it which is super corny so i like the fact that baby actually had a whole project kind of dedicated around it the video was hard um you can just tell that like baby's really certified in the streets or whatever like i agree with you i said the other week that like gunna was making music for the streets and you were saying baby was making music for the streets but it's definitely i feel like more baby now connected with with that crowd then gonna um just based on the video and the reaction that he's been getting from people like meek mill and tory lanes or whatever but i like the track i mean i have some other stuff to say later but let's get all of our positive stuff out first taj positive all right um positive i think it's <laughs> nice for a um hot rapper like little baby to um use his platform his talent to promote a positive message that's my positive all right. Whole positive now, now kill him. Why it sound like y'all about to kill us, man? For no reason. I'm about. Let's just see. Let's see. Was Go it? ahead. <laughs> that was your whole. Wait, I wanted to hear. Chances. No, that wasn't say. my whole spill. I was just gonna say. Um, I thought like just just as far as the whole conscious rap though. I thought that 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 was like the good use of the of the protest footage. You feel me? Like, yeah. It wasn't really. It was kind of just like sparse, and it wasn't really even about little baby. It was just kind of. Like just the movement, like that's what it felt like. It One felt might like even say the bigger rapping, picture. The bigger picture, exactly. <laughs> so Beverly said that line and looked away. <laughs> he knew what he did. <laughs> um, continue my fault. Anyway, anyway, uh, back back to the back to my take. Um. Like like w one thing I noticed was Baby didn't really have one. Like no jewelry, no earrings. Like. It was almost like you couldn't recognize him. You feel me? Like, it didn't feel like no rap. It didn't even feel like no music video. So, like, I thought that was valuable. And then just the shit he's saying on it. Like, I thought he did a good job of just bringing, like, conscious rap to kind of that trap beat. So, he's still going to touch that same audience because the beat hard, the lyrics hard. But the message really going to hit home because he, he actually talking about a lot of real shit here. So, I fucked with it for that reason. I think that's fair. That's valid. 
Um, I mean, my criticism wasn't even, like, stark criticism for real. I just thought, like, people, Twitter was overreacting a little bit. I saw somebody say that he deserves a Grammy or that he secured a Grammy from dropping the song. I don't know about all that. Um, People are making him out to be this, like, huge revolutionary artist that's, like, done something huge for hip-hop. Wow. I don't think wow. I think I think you hyping it. I, I, don't, I ain't seen nobody doing all that. I'll show you the tweet. Niggas I'll show you. What's hard. I'll show you the tweet where somebody said just, he should win a Grammy, and then like on top of that, I mean that's fair. Like if that's your reaction, <laughs> like it was a great track. I think I thought for the times, like for sure. But I don't like, know. I it's just those are the same people. I feel like those are some of the same people that kind of like don't like listening to J Cole or Kendrick Lamar because they deem them too boring. That was the only reason that. A lot of the baby praise was kind of shocking to me. Um, I saw that's what I'm saying. Like he brought. That's why I thought it was. It really was good because it was something that maybe you didn't expect from Baby. I'm not necessarily saying it wasn't in him, but usually, like you said, you were reserved that for your Kendricks and your Coles, like people you expect to speak on the issue. So for Baby to just come out and just make a track about it, like really no promotion, like it was just. It's, it felt real. It felt authentic. And then, like, just his style of rapping, and you already know a lot of the the ears he's touching, if you want to use that term. Like, a lot of the people that's fucking with Baby, like, they, they might not be into a Kendrick or a Cole. Like, so it touches that base, and it kind of hit home for them, too. That's why I felt like he did a really good job just using his platform to say some shit. Yeah, no problems with authenticity. Like, that was all there. It definitely came off really real and organic, but... I don't know. Just some of the reactions were kind of blowing it out of proportion a little bit. But like I said, I'd rather this song get hyped up more than that trash that the baby put out. Um, I didn't even hear that one. I didn't even know he put out. You shouldn't even listen. It's the Black Lives Matter remix. I respected um, Lil Baby's song. I didn't like like we're going to get more in depth with this with the next person who also did like a activist song. Which I guess, like, I called, we called this, like, two episodes ago of, like, rap is about to be in this whole activism period of everybody dropping something activist-related. And if it's not activist-related, nobody's going to care. But I felt like in the song, because him and, if you haven't noticed, him and Polo G have kind of had, like, smoke for, like, the last three songs they've been on. And he took, like, another slight jab at Polo G on this song. And that was, like, my only criticism. Like, it's an activist song. He kind of Him and Polo G was just on... What yeah. they just on that and they took shots together? at each other. Yeah, they took shots at each other on that song. Then they took shots at each other on Polo G's. I was about to say, album. that's like the biggest song on Polo G's album, Be Some. Yeah, and, then on, yeah, and then on this <laughs> song, then on this song, um, Lil Baby said uh, something like, I don't call, I don't have to call myself the GOAT. I let the people do that. Oh, it's yeah. Two weeks after yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I didn't even think that was no jab at... Uh, They've just been, like, soft jabbing at each other for, like, the last three things, which makes sense. They're both, like, two of the hottest, like, younger rappers, but... I don't know. I didn't really like taking a jab at somebody on an activist song, which I guess leads us into the next one. You nitpicking, And the song bro. that came out Come today. On, man. It's a jab. You can't say it's not a jab. If you appear Dude on somebody's album. Nah, it was a jab. He took a slight jab, but even then, like... On an activist song, bro? You reaching, bro. You kind of reaching, because nobody was thinking about that. I was. Okay, I, was th- he said, I saw it. <laughs> he said, you don't have to call me to go. I let the people do... I don't have to call myself to go to people good. So you could look at it as a jab. It's a clear jab. You do, like, is is it a big deal though? No, like, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. But I think that's you not think the that takes away from jab. the song though. No, no, I still wow. respect the song. You nitpicking? You nitpicking. I just said I still respect the song. No, nah, Taj is right though, because he definitely wanted to. He definitely, it definitely was a jab. Like, 
It definitely. Even if it was, I like a little friendly competition. He ain't, he ain't called a nigga no bitch. He just said, I'm the GOAT. Like, I don't know. Anyway. It, it seemed like friendly competition. From one. I fuck with the friendly competition. From one activist song. So do you think um, J. Cole to No Name, you think that was friendly competition? Or to you think the other activists. There's more song? in that. I don't know. I just heard that motherfucker. I ain't gonna lie. It just came out, Playing though. Playing um, If you ain't know. Morris, uh, what's the song? J. Cole. What's the name of the song? Snow on the, Snow bluff. On the bluff. I've got a, I've got a snippet. Snow on the Bluff. I've got a snippet right here if y'all want to listen before yeah. we get into it. Niggas be thinking I'm deep, intelligent, fooled by my college degree. My IQ is average. There's a young lady out there. She way smarter than me. I scroll through her timeline in these wild times and I started to read. She mad at these crackers. She mad at these capitalists. Mad at these murder police. She mad at my niggas, she mad at that ignorance, she wear her heart on the sleeve She mad at the celebrities, low key I be thinking she talking about me Now I ain't no dummy to think I'm above criticism So when I see something that's valid I listen, but shit There's something about the queen tone that's bothering me She strike me as somebody blessed enough To grow up in conscious environment With parents that know about the struggle for liberation And in turn they provide her with a perspective and awareness Of the system and a fairness that afflicts them And a the clearest understanding of what we gotta do to get free And the frustration that fills the words Seems to come from the fact that most people don't see Just cause you woke and I'm not, that shit ain't Ain't no reason to talk like you better than me How you gon' leave when you attacking the very same niggas that really do need The shit that you saying instead of conveying you holier Come help us get her to speak There's a lot there, man There's a lot uh, to unpack short truck, but There's a lot to unpack Definitely as you listening, I would I would advise you to maybe just glance at the lyrics Um, I mean, it's definitely connected to No Name in some way Like that tweet she put out Y'all have the tweet? Um, no, I have, the, I, have, I have the tweet Let me uh, pull it up Chance has the tweet for once ever um so no name said on 529 20 that's mid 29th 2020 at 3 41 p.m poor back folks all over the country are putting their bodies on the line in protest for our collective safety and y'all favorite top selling rappers not even willing to put a tweet up niggas hold discographies be about black plight and they're nowhere to be found so first rappers that come to mind would be a J. Cole or a Kendrick Lamar, um, who both have notoriously not really said anything during these times, but we all know that they have a history of being uh, activists in their music. But she didn't mention J. Cole directly, so I guess some of the criticisms I've been hearing is just that uh, it felt like he was butthurt. Like, J. Cole kind of, like, took it personal. Well, yeah, because on the other end, we have Cole's lyrics. Um he starts mentioning a woman that's very knowledgeable about all of the protests and all of the resistance movements. Um, no name is very knowledgeable. No name fits that description. Um, he next says that, quote, just because you woke and I'm not, that shit ain't no reason to talk to me. Talk like you better than me. How are you going to lead when you're attacking the very same niggas that really do need the shit that you saying? Um, instead of conveying that you're holier, come help us get up to speed. Um, so it kind of seems like he's feels a bit of animosity towards No Name in regards to her airing out uh, people who are quote-unquote on her side of this resistance. And instead of redirecting that energy, I guess kind of similar to the debate Chance and I were having a couple weeks ago, um, Cole feels like maybe she should be redirecting this um, or trying to find better ways to spread this knowledge throughout the black community rather than attack uh, members of the black community who aren't going about this situation the right way. Uh, I definitely think it's an interesting song to drop at this time, considering 
J. Cole hasn't said anything else uh, during the movement, especially in light of what, what's gone on with the young woman who was murdered um, the other day, the protester. I can't remember her name, but it, it just seems uh, c- kind of seems ill-timed um, from J. Cole to put this out right now when there is a lot of division going on within the black community. So I feel like, I don't know. It's not the best time, I feel like, to bash people for their views or whatever, especially when they're just trying to help. Yeah, that was my whole take with it. Uh, the little baby. Like, it just doesn't seem the time to take a shot as, like, no matter how you see it, whether it's, like, it, even, like, in the song, like, it sounded like J. Cole was trying to come at no name on, like, some rapper shit, not even on some, like, this is a whole bigger thing, like, it sounded like he was trying to, like, respond to her tweets in a rap fashion when at this moment, like, nobody really gives a fuck about rap. <laughs> so it would have been way better for him to just, like, actually respond to her like a person, like, hit her up and be like, yo, blah, blah, blah. But going through it, through the music at this time, it's like, it seems like you're just trying to shit on this, like, outspoken black woman, like, which no name has been. I don't know if we cut that out before in the podcast or if that even was, like, a practice episode. We talked about No Name and how she like didn't want to perform in front of white audiences. Mm-hmm. But No, no Name has like been down. No Name has like been down for like the whole like black movement and like black artistry shit before, like right now. So and she's got that book club thing that she's doing. Uh, yeah, she's no been down clubs. about like black empowerment. So like J Cole attacking her is a very bad decision. And this is coming from like somebody who's been a diehard J Cole stand for like since like oh eight. So it's just a dumb decision from Cole. I can I can appreciate that, especially since the tweet was like, first of all, the tweet was two no no names tweet over two weeks ago at this point. So oh yeah, he was hot, um, he was salty. This was like a this was like this took like four drafts in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I feel like that was kind of unnecessary, like an unnecessary just shot, especially during these times. But I can also see it from the other side in that he is saying some like valid shit. Maybe it wasn't the time to put it out, but a lot of the shit he's saying is true. Like, I think no, I think what he's saying is true, but you can't just address it at black women at this time. Like he, that message could have went for any Twitter activist. Like the message would apply. Instead, he like directed it at one of the most like like yeah, the most true. loud spoken, outspoken black women on black issues. It's just like like why, why would you why are you <laughs> why are you doing this? I mean, to no name to no name. Um, like, to look at her side, like, the only problem I had with her point, I thought her point was valid, but I guess maybe she was directing a tweet at the wrong people, like, the people who make songs about, like, black plight and shit, because obviously they've said a bunch of shit on the issue, and it's no secret that J. Cole was out protesting, which is why he wasn't tweeting or something like that. I, I mean, thought clear, maybe if you're angry about people not tweeting, you're going to be angry about the people that are always tweeting and now all of a sudden they're not saying shit. I'm not, li- like like we mentioned a few weeks ago, I'm not looking from a tweet from Kendrick off the strength of, I don't even know if Kendrick has a Twitter account. Like, he just not on the platform, period. Same thing goes for Cole. Like, so I'm not really looking for those guys to come out on Twitter and really say anything. But see, if no names, no somebody, names. I'm looking at. See, no name. I'm look. No names argument is the other way around, though. She feels that these niggas who post about jewelry and diamonds and Balenciagas aren't the ones that need to be posting. But 
if there is going to be a yearly annual post from Kendrick Lamar, that this is the time to do it, not just when you're promoing new music. Like, if you're going to stay ducked off for social media and quote-unquote not utilize your platform, then, like, this is the time to utilize it, I think is what no-name sentiment is. But I'm not I'm not entirely sure. Cause I, th- I mean, I, I don't totally agree with it. But to Cole's point, like, there was really no need to respond. Like, if you felt some type of way about it. There's no reason. Uh, cool. I mean, the track, he makes some valid points just with the whole, like, Twitter activist thing. Like, indefinitely, I feel like there was a lot of shit that needed to be said. He, he didn't have to direct it at No Name. He could have just said it. Because I thought the message was, was valid. It's bigger than No Name, um, which has just made it petty. That's what I'm saying. It's bigger than No Name, so it just felt petty and like, yeah, this is not the time. But just as far as saying, like... Um, like everybody who's who's a quote unquote activist, or if you think you woke, like a lot of time is spent on like making yourself feel good or making yourself feel smarter than everybody, instead of like making the people that you maybe are quote unquote more woke than making them niggas woke. Like it's more so like about making yourself feel good that you woke, rather than like actually using that wokeness to um, to help the cause. So I can appreciate it from that standpoint. Yeah, when I first heard the song, I didn't even know it was about no name till I think one of y'all said it. But I, I thought, thought it was I a simple record. Canceled. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was gonna get. <laughs> Vance did say that like the first three times it was like Cole made a simple record doing Black Lives Matter. But <laughs> I thought he was gonna get canceled for a whole different line because he had the home like slavery is a mindset line, which if you remember, Kanye basically got murdered for two years ago. I thought that was going to get him canceled. Yeah, again, I think it's the same thing as the Virgil Abloh situation. It's like he didn't technically do anything wrong, but the optics and the timing of everything is just really poor for somebody that's that high caliber of like a celebrity or a superstar. So I don't know. I think he definitely. Not even that, just knowing how smart Cole is. That too. I mean, I think, he's just such I think an him intelligent. Directing it, him directing it at a specific black demographic was what the wrong decision was. If he would just said it. To like Chance said, if he would just set it to Twitter activists as a whole, I feel like the message would have actually like resounded. But instead, he used like this black woman figure, and he like basically talked down on her. Like, bro, you're going to get shit on for that because like nobody needs separation in the black community at this time. So why are you like precisely, trying to do that? Precisely. But anyways, heavy topics again from unheard. This wasn't supposed to be. A I heavy. thought it was this was a this was a I, I this was, was a surprise topic. A, I mean, J Cole yeah. just dropped this two hours ago. Anybody got an unheard artist? chance in your i will vote i have <laughs> i have I, where'd you get that shirt from chance man uh actually this is the, i'm glad you asked me that register the vote for those man. who can't see chance is wearing a um blue i will vote i will shirt. vote shirt <laughs> i said i will vote and i will vote that's important <laughs> i love it um, simple even messaging. though honestly honestly i'm gonna vote because that's what people say so i'm a, i'm gonna vote because i think it might help but honestly the system broke, my nigga. We got to fix the system. Before Definitely we can can't vote, vote our way vote out of the system, gonna, but voting will help. Yeah, we ain't about to vote our asses out this motherfucker, but we we could just make it a little better, a little bit more bearable. Bearable. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go with my unheard artist. I have... Yeah, let me find one. Um, I want to start doing more, like, background on these artists uh, so I'm not just, like, putting a name out there. But the artist I have this week is Sierra Sean. Um, she's based out in L.A. And I think she even had a song on Insecure Season 3, which is how I found out about her. Because um, those playlists are super fire. Shout out to 
oh man, I can't remember her name on IG, but whoever curates those. Um, this is a song by Sierra Sean called Wait For It. Too close to the horizon. Five signs, so you like control. Stay close to the end of Deep breaths going overboard. You're something like a river. We want to talk about Duke again. This is like the third week we've talked about Daniel Hernandez. You're the Danny Hernandez. No, I don't want to talk about City Nine. Uh, why <laughs> Go ahead, take it away. Take it away. Vance, Danny Hernandez. I don't want to talk about him. I'm not, Vance, I'm not. I feel like you'd be, you'd be bringing him <laughs> up. No, we're not talking about him no more. Skip. Vance is clearly no interested in the topic. Let him get it off, Chance. No more Six Nine on this podcast. I have nothing okay. to say other than stating facts that he dropped a song with Nicki Minaj, um, which broke. Did you hear the song? You said what? Did you hear the song? I actually didn't hear the song. So a liar. That's why I no, I'm dead ass. I didn't hear the song. I just know it was called Trolls, and I know it broke the YouTube record, and it broke his last song's record, which scares me a little bit. But, um, I mean, yeah, I don't have much to say about it. I'm not really surprised. I saw a lot of people killing Nikki, saying like, "Why would she do this?" But she's also remarried to a ex sex offender. Well, I guess you're not an ex-sex offender. I guess you're yeah, just a you're... sex offender. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't really surprised by those actions. Yeah, Nikki, Nikki has been taking L since the Cardi B debacle. Yeah, it's been downhill ever since Motorsport dropped. Since that was that was that was the last call. But I vowed to never give um, Danny Hernandez another stream, so I didn't. But I did look up the lyrics. And the lyrics were trash from his point. <laughs> from Nikki's point, she mentioned, she said the word snitch. She said, um, everybody's talking about snitch, but y'all got snitches in y'all own camp. Something like that. Something along those lines, which I guess was her trying to like, um, like Def- make up for her being on the song with 6ix9ine. But I still, I don't know. I guess she's actually cool with him or she just really needs a hit. I think it's the latter. Do y'all, yeah, I was about to say, do y'all think he's really about to be the source of like attention grab because. I mean, his, I think, the attention's there, but it's just really the worst possible promo. Like, you've got to be desperate, if, in my opinion, if you're going to 6 ix 9 about to be, like, the 2016 Warriors. Like, when David West joined the Warriors, he's like, where artists are going for, like, their last ring before they retire. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what 6 9 is. And Nicki Minaj is like David West. Like when Vera Zhao went over. <laughs> Facts. Just like that. <laughs> Damn. Mid-season. Mid-season ring. Just to hop on. I mean, that makes sense. I saw Nikki getting a lot of praise, and her name hasn't been in the spotlight at all for the last couple months. So, hey, I mean, I guess it worked. I'm just so I I hate the whole situation. I hate the whole situation. I'm confused how these collabs are working though. If he's on house arrest, like, how many people are getting that address to his house? Because I feel like that's not safe. <laughs> for but he probably <laughs> sent her verses. You're no, right. they're like shooting videos in person. Though. I was about so, to say I've seen them like together. Either way, like, go there, Lincoln, or like him and Akon. They were in the same room, so I'm confused how that's working out. But <laughs> whatever. Uh, I I vow to also not give Six Nine another stream. I promise, even though I might be portrayed as a Six Nine correspondent. 
<laughs> Official title. Uh, we got Chloe X Haley Halley. I don't know uh, how to pronounce names. Getting to these Chloe dropped, Halley. Simple, Chloe simple. and Halley. They dropped a new project. Chloe and Halley. Chats and Vance were salivating project. in the group chat about it. So you got some takeaways. I, take I, I can't even deny. I can't even deny that I wasn't salivating because I was. I meant. I I merely mentioned the project. <laughs> I need Chloe. To, I need Chloe to do some ridiculous things to me. No, save that. Save that horniness for um, something else. Not. Don't bring that here. Fam. Fam. Um. Don't bring that here. Have you seen the album cover? Anyway, anyway, Chance gets in trouble every week because of this. Podcast. I forgot Chance does get in trouble. <laughs> he sw- every he swears it's me who does it. It's not me. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, Chance, shut the fuck up. No, yeah, uh, I like the I like the project a lot. Ungodly Hour, Chloe and Halle, man. Uh, thirteen tracks, thirty eight <laughs> minutes. I I think this is the debut project from the. This um, is not the sisters. They who are not twins. but look like twins. Okay, well, this is. This is their commercial debut. Um, I just want to say, man, this was unexpected. A lot of flavors. We're going to use that word again. That's, that's my word. There were a lot um, of flavors, we a lot, actually. We had a lot of flavors on this project. I thought the production, which I think was spearheaded by Hallie or Chloe, one of them. They did an excellent job. I thought it was very full. They had a lot of different flavors, as we mentioned. Um, and they were unique. <clears throat> it was it was it was a bit of a refreshing project. I, it, it felt a little bit more pop to me. Yeah, kind of like that alt that alt pop. Um, they reminded me a lot of like Beyonce, uh, some of Beyonce's like pop tracks, like just like kind of just how they were sounding. Like it, it it gave me that flavor. Like she came to mind. Ariana Grande came to mind. You know those are her like, back. Really you know some, those are her backups. Yeah. What Beyonce's backups? Those have been her backup singers for years. I don't, oh well, shit! I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't. Know, I didn't even. I didn't know if you were making that, that connection like that because I was just about to say a lot of those pop songs like they're pop, but they're like Beyonce pop. But it makes sense. They feel like Beyonce, which is which is cool. Like no, they don't. They don't sound like her. Like they definitely have their. It's own just that genre sound. Though. It just like it felt like that. So to hear that they were her backup singers is pretty crazy, and they also reminded me of like Brock Hampton. They can kind of. They seem like they're very versatile. Like they can do. A lot of different sounds, um, kind of like how Brock Hampton was, and, and it's all in house. Like we got what one feature from Sway Lee. Uh, yeah, and I it was and so good. I didn't even. I forgot that there was even a feature on the project because it was so solid throughout. Yeah, there was one feature, and the rest was just them. And we got a lot of different sounds, a lot of different flavors. I thought it was a great project. If if we would have made that video we made last week, this week, this this might be in the top ten. So I fuck with it. I love how the album is called Ungodly Hour and like not Demon Time. Like it's basically just Demon Time, but like in a really holy, respectable way. I don't know. I thought that shit was hilarious when I saw the name of the album, Ungodly Hour. Any standout tracks on there for y'all? Um, I like the same. I might just play one of the tracks. That's my unheard artist actually. Wow, didn't you one. just kill me for uh? You just killed me for wanting to play Chloe and Halle for my unheard artist. That's what you get for stealing my tweets three weeks in a row. <laughs> All right, right that's there. fair. Um. <laughs> I like Do It. Do It was like a... That was like the real poppy, like, hip-hop one almost. I think that was a single. But the production on that bitch was crazy. It, you might just play it's that insane. One. I like Do It, and I like um, Forgive Me a lot. That was the second. This album was a little bit of a sleeper. Like, I didn't see really anybody talking about it. Like, I saw a few people, but 
Well, that's the thing. I think it was pretty much quiet on. I it. think what I'm going back to For with that part. Beyonce point, they made their name early on as like, who are these two singers like on stage with Beyonce that are like killing shit, and of course with like every other role in the music industry, it's always impossible to break out of your initial mold that you kind of define yourself in. So. I think it's going to be hard for them making that transition to like, oh, they're attached to Beyonce versus they are their own little thing. Um, but I didn't even know they were attached to Beyonce. Like you just brought that to my. Well, see, attention. that's a good thing because that means their their thing is working if they're really separating themselves. But they're also so talented. So like, I don't think they're yeah, going to have gonna a, be straight. I don't think they're going to have well, a problem. Like the they're not going to have a problem be... separating themselves. But it's definitely a, it's definitely a challenge to get over. Like regardless of how talented they are, I know that. It's a struggle for them, so definitely like shouts to them for having a successful album release and everything. I definitely want to see them win, definitely, because it's a refreshing sound, like you said. Like, we don't really have this type of sound in R and B because it's like that pop. We don't have that pop that really like that dominant pop sound right right now, at least. That's what I'm saying. Like, she remind they were she remind me or they remind me almost of like Beyonce. Like, just kind of that flavor they bring in. Not even the Rihanna. Rihanna brings, like, different flavors. But I feel like they could do that, too. Like Even the older Rihanna. If you checked out this album, Ungodly Hour, um, a lot of flavors. Just check it out. 38 minutes. Not long. Um, and I, I think you'll like a few. Taj, uh, I know you said you ain't listening, so you don't have nothing to say. Yeah, I didn't listen. I Their last project, The Kids, um, All Right, from 2018. It was in my top 25, so I listened to it. I didn't know they dropped, like you said earlier. I didn't even know they dropped till you guys started talking about it. So, but I'll check it out. I like them a lot, and like what um I think Vance said about them like having to get out of Beyonce's shadow. I don't even think they have to, to be honest. I think music is like a side job for them. I think because like one of them's about to be the Little Mermaid, and oh, on, um, facts, that show, facts. They're on that show, Grown Ups or Grownish something. Grownish, like the one with like yeah, Anthony Anderson show. or the other one. Yeah. Yeah, the spin so off. They, they're getting I multiple bags, I, so that's straight. I ain't even know all that shit. Yo, so so bag. Beyonce really set them up, or I'm not gonna say set them up, but Beyonce definitely really got them right. At least rap to them. Man, about. they did that on their own. I'm sure, but I'm sure Beyonce definitely gave probably, them some tips about getting out of this, getting out of this music shit. Because I don't know anybody else like them right now. That's really getting. I mean, she's Ariel and the Little Mermaid, one of them. So, like, that's different. Yeah, that's fire. That's, yeah, that's a big deal. That's a that's different a bag. bag. <laughs> she'll probably, well, she's going to definitely sing and everything. Well, Beyonce so actually she'll signed. She'll probably get, like, an Elm deal out that and everything. I was about to so, say, Beyonce signed. Beyonce signed. I think she signed. Uh, people were joking, calling it, like, Beyonce's max deal. I think she signed a 10-year. <laughs> I think she signed, like, a 10-year. I don't want to get this wrong. 10-year, $250, $250 million contract with Disney over the next 10 years. For use I don't of her, know why. she was damn, not good in Lion King. Contract, for use of her voice <laughs> or like vocals or like voice acting. With Lion King, it's well, like she was I think not good I think Lion King. yeah, she was trash. But I I mean, she brought the clout. Um, yeah, she was she was trash. So I can <laughs> we ain't gonna bring that up. <laughs> so I can see <laughs> this is not the time to be black bashing no black women. So was Donald it, Glover. In Beyonce's credit, she was fire in that movie with the um Donald Glover sucked too. Obsessed. It's not obsessed. against Beyonce. In her credit, she was fire in that movie and obsessed. Yeah. With Idris Elba? <laughs> yeah, she was nice in that movie. Not Lion King. <laughs> Nigga forgot Beyonce even acted, bro. Don't Beyonce got a few movies. Yeah, I certainly forgot. But yeah, I'm sure... I mean, Little Mermaid, is, Little, Little Mermaid is with Disney, so I wouldn't be surprised if Beyonce pulled some strings over there at Disney to help help her, her ute come and get one of the roles. But <laughs> Trying to casually use you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're going... Cool on your head, man. Fuck with that. 
I guess we should just play play one of their songs. Um, just play Do It, I guess. Yeah, I beat my face. Moving fast, cause I'm Uber on the way. Taking pictures, make sure you can see no less. That week secure, like the money in a safe. I look like big. I mean, who still? Let's be honest. I don't can't remember the last time I seen a BET award. That's another. That's another conversation. Do we even? I watched a rerun of the BET awards like a month ago. That's that's sick. Walking around, dude, really like. I was about to say, you got to be a different level of bored. This nigga watched a rerun. I was was chilling with my sister, and she was watching it. So I was like, (laughs) "All right, I'll actually watch." Nigga watched a rerun of an award show, (laughs) the BET award at that point. (laughs) Lord, continue. Yeah, yeah um, I was watching it. It was pretty. It was nasty. It was the baby performing with the um like Suge Knight, like puffed up suit and a bunch of like inflated babies. Oh, I was like, what's shit, going on? <laughs> what is this? Oh, you talking about the one, the meme where he looked like SpongeBob with the arms? Yeah, it was that. And then I saw <laughs> oh, little baby. Man. Little baby was like performing in 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 his seat. Then he stood up and started performing emotionally scarred. Not emotionally scarred. It was um best friend. And I was like, what's going on in BT Awards? Y'all should let niggas do anything. <laughs> oh, man. But that was my last time I watched one. All right, so I've got the nominations yeah, loaded up. Let's go through the categories that have a little bit of controversy. Um, we have Zero. Best Male Hip-Hop Artist. We have The Baby. These are the nominations. The Baby, Drake, Future, Lil Baby, Roddy Rich, and Travis Scott. Wait, Lil Baby... All right, so they had eight nominees, not six. No, they do have six. The Baby, Drake, Future, and then Lil Baby, Roddy, and Travis. What is what is, is this Travis even a yearly award show? Yes, that's why I'm confused. Is, First of all, they're, <laughs> they're what is Travis Drake? Why does Travis Drake or Future have a nomination? Well, I guess Future dropped music. Definitely Travis Future, and Drake. Future dropped right. music this year, I guess. So that's valid, but there's no reason that. Travis Scott should be on this know. list. I don't know. BET Awards are just so stale. Like you, all, you can almost predict who's gonna win. Right. If I had to predict, Roddy I'm gonna say La Baby or Roddy Rich. Really, I think I, I feel like the Baby is propped up by the industry more than Roddy. But you're right. Roddy definitely has. I feel like Roddy gonna win it, which which is fair. But I thought they were missing some people. Uzi, even though he didn't speak out on no black issues, so maybe he was deserving of uh, being left off. But Uzi should have got nominated. Um. Who else did we say? Uh, Uzi. Gunna. I'm surprised Gunna. Gunna I'm surprised Gunna, Gunna wasn't. Been nominated. Because dudes dropped two projects like damn near since the last BC Awards. I don't know why he isn't in this category when Travis Scott has dropped zero albums since the last <laughs> BT Awards. Um, I mean, but I mean, even Thug. Thug should have got Oh, yeah, there, we were talking about think, Thug, too. When you think about the six names on this list, all of them have like major label backings. Um of course. So that that could that could play a part into it too. So controversial, but it's whatever. It's the beat. Um, I'm looking at these other categories. 
Nothing's looking. What about best new artist? Who was nominated best new artist? Best new artist. We got Danny Lay, um, Lil Nas X, Pop Smoke, Roddy Rich, Summer Walker, and YB and Corday. See, that's like such a wide range mm. of artists. Like, I feel like if I had to pick a winner, who would y'all pick? I think Cor- for the I, win. I think Corday's gonna win. Summer for the win. You think he's gonna win? I think Cordae. You know what I'm saying? Who 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 you think should win and who you think who you think they're gonna pick? Well, I think Pop Smoke oh, I, I think Pop Smoke should win, but Cordae's gonna win. I think Summer should win. I think uh Pop Smoke or Roddy's gonna win. Fair. Yeah, if I had to pick a winner, I would pick Roddy. Um who I think should win. Wow, they got I don't know, maybe Pop Smoke or Roddy. I think Pop Smoke or Roddy should win. I don't like the Summer Walker cast off, like she didn't have a Top ten project last year. Uh, she did. It was. I think oh, she should top win 10, too, Top but ten. Top ten. Definitely top ten. Top ten all around. I mean, in top rap ten R and B. No. Yeah, actually, I don't summer know. Show. I don't know about that. If I had to pick a winner, if I had to pick a winner, I would. I don't think they're gonna pick summer though. If I had to pick her, I would pick her though. I don't even know if she would come to the award show, bro. I don't yeah, think. I don't, I don't, don't think half these. They're not doing it in person. Nobody's gonna. It's be not even in person show. this year. <laughs> But yeah, Roddy's nominated for a lot. He's got a nomination for Album of the Year. Um, Wait, who was Album of the Year nominees? Uh, Lizzo, Megan The Stallion, Beyonce, with her Homecoming oh Live album. This is why I don't watch the BET Then Awards. her has her own. Even though hers album isn't it like a, it's comp- a compilation? It's a compilation, compilation of her last two projects. Just, this shit is a popularity contest. And then the baby, the baby, Kirk. And then Roddy Rich, please excuse me for being antisocial. Please give Roddy Rich the award. I vividly remember Kirk being like one of my least favorite albums last year. I, it's probably one of my least favorite albums of all time. Wait, since when does the BET Awards, Awards have just best? It. The BET Awards has like best actor and best actress. Yeah, they always do that. It's like a quick award, like hurry and up and get on stage, get off stage. Sportsman of the year. You're telling me LeBron is about to win a give BET us some more music nominees. Do they have like a best female artist? Um, best female artist. Yeah, Andy. best female artist. We got Cardi, Doja Cat, Lizzo, Cardi B, Megan The Stallion, Nicki Minaj, and Saweetie. What the fuck has Cardi B done since that? Give it to Doja Cat like two years ago. I think the thing. I think the thing with a lot of these war shows is like it's on some like fighting UFC shit. So it's like if you're the defending champion, like you almost <laughs> have to have your name in the in the running last year for somebody to take your throne, take your crown. Bro, Cardi ain't dropped music in two whole years, bro. Yeah, she just she dropped a child. That's really it, and I don't <laughs> think she, I don't um, think she's deserving of any awards for a child. Well, you say Cardi, Doja Cat, who else? Saweetie. See, this is what makes no sense. Like Taj this, about these shows. This is a terrible. All these names, and there's no Summer Walker, but she's nominated for Best New Artist. I think is this rapper. When is Sweetie ever dropped music? Yeah, why is Saweetie here, but Summer Walker isn't? When Summer Walker, I think this is. I think this is rap. I feel like that's rap. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's Best have. Female Hip Hop Artist, but. Oh, I'm about yeah. to say. But what are they calling? I mean, I guess. I guess. I feel like that's Doja Cat's award if it's based off the last year. No, nah, it's gonna get. To it's easily gonna go to Meg. Meg. It's easily gonna yeah, go to Meg. Meg's definitely gonna get it. Meg's got that. Um, but yeah. Uh, do y'all yeah, think? Do y'all think? Do y'all think, do y'all think people are gonna watch this year? Um, I no. I mean, normally, no. normally I would agree with Chance in terms of saying no, but I think there's definitely a little bit of demand for content right now. Um, I feel like y'all are sleeping on the BT Awards normally. Like, this is a BT, maybe not to y'all or like anybody who really cares about music, but the BT Awards is a big <laughs> deal. 
I feel like it was before like two or three years ago. Niggas say anybody who care about music. It's a whole <laughs> Cause, music award show. Because nobody really cares about like what's going on. They more so care about like who actually showed up, what they're wearing, who's performing, like shit like that. That's why I don't think it's going to be a big deal. Like, are there even going to be performances? Like, But they also no. have like the other thing about BET is that they also have the hip hop awards like separate from the Nobody BET awards. The so that's why I'm so confused why. But the hip hop awards are like low key better. No, they are. Yeah, they have the ciphers and shit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care about the BET Awards. So, when when are they anyway? I think they're in June. Well, I guess it's June. It's June right now. Um, so in like two weeks. It's June twenty eighth. June twenty eighth at eight p.m. Virtual event. I'll be tuning in. I'll tune in just to see who wins things. We know. I hope Roddy Rich sweeps so I can shut y'all niggas up for the remainder of twenty twenty. Because guess who isn't winning? Guess who isn't? Guess who isn't winning an award? Guess who isn't even nominated? Guess who isn't even nominated? Guess who isn't even nominated? Young boy. That's it. Don't matter. Who gives a fuck about the shit? The fact that he wasn't even That's nominated. A, you proven our point. You just invalidated the whole show. Thank you. Because <laughs> I believe Roddy Moving Rich on. is a better artist. On to our, um, our, our episode obligation. <laughs> Drake, Drake uh, thing. Even though Drake fucking flagged one of our episodes. Got Required by contract to talk about Arby Graham at least once an episode. I signed this an NDA. Legit top, topic. Um, OVO40 um, released his top... Drake projects, which to me, I don't even know how Forty is involved in these projects with a ranking of Drake projects. I know bad. you would think but he wasn't even. He's never heard any of these projects. <laughs> but he, but that, he's looking at it from a producer standpoint because no. he executive produced all these projects. It sounded like Forty was just so, picking so, random ones. <laughs> think about production, though. Think about production. I, I, he's still wrong. I don't know. He's still wrong. Considered under production no aspects. universe, under no ear, should Scorpion be above? Nothing was the same. Or views. Like, I don't care what you're saying. Like. Let me see. We got All right, let's run. number one, So Far Gone. Number two, Take Care. Number three, if you're reading this. This is not a terrible list so far. It's not bad. Four, so Scorpion. Half. Five, Nothing Was The Same. Views, Thank Me Later. Um. So I'll tell you what I would do. That's not how I would rank I, it. I would, let's see I how would, y'all would rank it. I would it. personally. So I'm, I, I mean, y'all know me. I get killed for every opinion ever. So it's whatever. I'm just going to go on a limb. I have, if you're reading this first, but... I don't care if you swap it. Honestly, I don't care where you put one, two, and three. Take care if you're reading this and nothing was the same, personally. I think if you're reading this and nothing was the same, should come one and two. But if somebody really loves fucking um, Take Care, that's cool with me, too. I just think that album's a little bit overrated. Um, I think Scorpion is at the bottom. I think Thank Me Later is at the bottom. And I think views is way higher. I'm surprised 40 as a producer would have views so low when I feel like views might be his most cohesive project in terms of like really having mm. an idea and executing it. If not, if you're reading this or take care. But like I said, those are. I think nothing was the that's same. Not my, most that's cohesive not my project. Team. Yeah, I would have to agree with that one. But I don't know. I just feel or like I just feel like views. This, honestly, I feel like views has such a specific like goal. And the production was just so sweet on there. Like, it just screamed 40 to me. I feel like when that I think got of like Fire and Desire. Too many tracks. You're right. And the hype. Like, we didn't need, we didn't need the, the fucking throne track. We didn't need. But niggas forget like One Dance is on there. Like, One Hotline Dance, Bling. Like those songs are. Those were cool tracks, but those didn't like, those didn't fit the views mode. When I thought views, I thought this was going to be like Drake's like 
Magna Carta, like Drake's fucking 2014 Four Hill Drive, like. Oh nah, I thought views. I knew Drake views project. was gonna be like that, cause well, cause we heard Hotline Bling, and I was like, oh yeah, like this is the type of time. But that was on. a bonus track, so that don't count, in my opinion. I think first quarter of views is what I expected views to be like, like just a skit. You heard that's like, what I'm saying. You with me? Fire and desire. <laughs> yeah, that's what I expected. All the of intro views was to be fire. Like. It started off great. Then he kind of like started Keep pandering, like he had that Grammys track with Future, which was terrible. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. He had you're right. Um, yeah. hype. Like I still don't get what hype was on the project, but. Yeah, I see what Chance saying. You're right. Some yeah, there there were definitely ranking, some Taj. there were definitely some some off points and views, but yeah. So so advanced we got if you're reading this, then like the the typical nothing was the same. Take care, like whatever. Then order. views, then I got scorpion. Then views and then the rest. Then so far gone. Then thank me later. Thank me later at the bottom. I don't even remember. Damn, I almost I almost was like in complete agreement with you. I wouldn't have so far gone that low. If I had to rank them, I don't love so far gone. Depending on the day, it's between probably. He said depending on the day, a true Drake. Depending on the day, it's it's between (laughs) if you're reading this and nothing was the same. Then I would have probably take care. So far gone. Views. Um. Probably thank me later, Scorpion. I'm missing one. No, that's all of them. Damn, yep. Scorpion that low. Damn later, Scorpion definitely at the bottom. I thought Damn later was um a very raw Drake project, and I thought Scorpion was just way too much, way 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 too much. If Scorpion was like, if you took the thir- the thirteen to fourteen best tracks off Scorpion, probably like eight you rap, six six R and B, you would have. That's a top three Drake project if you ask me. Maybe not top three. Maybe that's blasphemous. Maybe. But I'll put it... I mean, if you only keep in, like, Jaded, 8 out of 10... The intro... Like, Emotionless, you're only keep... Final Fantasy... Like, you're only keeping a few of those... Bro, if you take the 14 best tracks off Scorpion... It's a top Drake album. Three Drake project to me. It's a top album. But it just got diluted with shit like Ratchet Happy Birthday. That's a terrible (laughs) track. I was... That might be Drake's... That might no no it is there's no might there's no might about it ever. there's no might about it that's his worst song ever and I'm glad Easily. it came out of your mouth because Drake fans would kill me saying I'm a Drake hater because apparently niggas love that song that song fucking sucks I don't know why no, that song really sucks <laughs> but I, I I I truly despise that song um, Drake too old he he was like 33 at the time like maybe I think he was trying to get another hit with that bounce shit. Cause he had just came off um, um those two those two bounce tracks. The new he was trying to get Mariah Carey stipend. Like Mariah Carey goes number one every year around Christmas time. Drake was just trying to get a fucking birthday like fucking birthday stimulus that constantly streams well <laughs> for people's birthdays, but nobody fucked with the song. So it didn't matter. <laughs> he Man, thought Drake horrible. Drake thought he made Drake thought he made the new happy birthday song. <laughs> that and the singles on that joint were like. The singles were terrible. It was aside from God's plan because that what was. What were God's the plan, What were the singles? I'm upset. God's plan. Was, I'm like, upset. Shit I'm old. upset. I'm was upset. terrible. I'm <laughs> upset. Is the second Drake's worst Drake song. like commercial. That 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 might be Drake's worst single. Wait, I'm what? Upset. God's. Oh, oh I'm upset. Yeah. Like it's not a good track. No, it was horrible. It was, it was an incredible. I remember I heard though. that shit and I was like, my nigga. This Especially because it dropped in the middle of the Pusha T like thing and everybody thought it was a response, and then it was like kind of applied as a response, but it was just terrible. It was yeah, it was a bad. It was a it was a it was a messy it was a messy drop. But um, Taj, yeah, what's your rankings looking like? Pretty Number much the one. same. 
nothing was. The, I think our top three is the same. Number one, nothing was the same. Number two, I no, got we had. Scared. If you're reading this, at number one, I said. I mean, like top or three. Like, we all same. have the same top three tracks, top three projects in the top three. Nothing was the same. Number one, take care. Two, if you're reading this, it's too late. Number three, uh, number four, I got views. Five so far gone. Six, uh, Scorpion, and seven, thank me later. That's my Drake whole stance. Mm. Wait, what you had so far gone at five? Yeah, that's fair. That's where I would have it. I think I had I had so far gone before views. Wait, you have views at yeah. You have views pretty low, Tosh, or nah? No, I have, I have views, views at five. Four. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, actually, I'm going to go back. I think Take Care, too. If you're reading this, Take Care, nothing was the same. Those three are, like, close as fuck, though. Like, yeah. really depending on the day, you could pick anyone. All right. Yeah, that was pre- that's pretty much the Drake topic. We got that contract stipulation out the way. <laughs> we got extra we got label it. payment this week. <laughs> uh, we got Vance's topic of producers riding for artists harder than artists ride for producers. I don't really know what this is about, but Vance wanted to talk about it as a producer, and it sounded pretty interesting. So take it away, Vance. Um, I want to say it was, again, I'm going to come in next week with, with my facts straight in terms of <laughs> crediting the right people. Um, but I think it was TM88 who's produced for, he produced Exo Tour Life for Uzi, um, he's part of 808 Mafia, which includes him, Southside, and some other producers, I think. Um, they're like a producing production songwriting team in Atlanta. They've done stuff for a lot of the big artists. And he basically made a claim saying that uh, he doesn't think that artists ride and support producers or want to see producers win as much as producers ride for and want to see artists win, which I definitely think was an interesting statement. I mean as divisive as it might be um because i mean i think it just adds on to the whole narrative of like producers getting disrespected like i just searched up his name and saw another article from a year ago saying that like he claims he never got paid um from exotour life which is like insane (laughs) so like i mean if that's the case i can definitely see what he's talking about because just from that an example like that you figure of course uzi's got all the label um promotion and stuff helping out with that song but in a lot of cases especially with smaller artists like for me for example when i'm working with a lot of artists like i'm doing a lot of the promotion for that artist you know because a lot of times the artists themselves might not even be that great at promotion or that great at a rollout so producers definitely take on more roles than just like beat maker because you might be mixing you might be mastering you might be actually dropping the song like you might be responsible for distribution um promotion as well so if somebody's doing all that for an artist and then the artist isn't really doing too much to connect the producer with other artists and things like that i can see why producers would be frustrated um i think it's just important to have a good team though i think stuff like that happens when you get too caught up in the industry and you're not really focusing on relationships that you build but more focusing on money and placements and stuff because at that point you're not even really dealing with artists you're dealing with managers and a and r's but you have a good solid local team like niggas aren't really gonna fuck you over they're gonna want to see you win just as badly as uh you want to see them win so i hope this is like an inspiring message for everybody to work in-house local don't chase industry shit because they're not your friends i promise um 
yeah. yeah, I think that's something I noticed when I like look at um producer projects like that Zaytoven project that dropped earlier this year. With it was like Zaytoven, Key, Diadi, and Got It. I like that project a lot, but I haven't heard like a single person talk about that project. I didn't see that project posted anywhere. Like anytime a producer project drops, you don't really hear anything. And even like the verses halftime, like aside from that Metro tape, like last year or two years ago, half the verses are like half-assed. Like you could tell the rapper, the artist didn't even really care. They just kind of threw it in so the producer can keep sending them like beats for their own shit. And Which that's like something I've been noticed like way back then. Yeah, that shit was crazy because it's like the one, the one producer project that got caught on was the Metro project. And then, like, even then, it was still kind of, like... Like, it had to have bangers on it, like Space Cadet, yeah. in order for it to even be talked about in the first place. Yeah, which like, is that like, project still didn't get talked about half as much as it deserved. Which is, which is, which is like, blasphemous. That project's amazing. Because, like, I was sleep on that project as a producer. I, I wasn't hip to that WizKid record. That Those Travis songs are, are super sweet. Um, and like Metro is arguably, I mean, we talked about it on here, what the producer of the decade. So yeah. the fact that like the producer of the decades album didn't even get that much press and shit. Um, I mean, I do remember him getting support from everybody else in the industry, which was good to see, but it's also like, damn, like this should be an expectation. Like this nigga made savage mode for 21. The least that he can do is post the album cover on his story or something, but I don't know. I think this just falls back too into artists being kind of selfish and because like it's not just producers artists will do a feature with another artist and not even post the song just out of spite on some selfish shit but um who knows hopefully there'll be more unity in the future and we'll just see more producer artist collaborations that kind of build up together like 40 and drake so we don't even have to worry about this issue yeah, they're definitely the unsung heroes in the industry. Producers and um, engineers. Engineers, too, for sure. Especially now, like, with this trap sound and shit, like, it's not even really the artist. Like, you can kind of plug and play any artist on some of these newer, on kind of like this new, I guess, era of music. Because the production is, like, carrying the entire track. Like, who is so, Cardi without? Like, Lil Pumps, Lil Pump, Cardi, them niggas not possible without that, that production. I don't even know if Cardi blows up without pierre because cardi doesn't make music without pierre he was he literally said like he wasn't making this project till he found a one producer who can make his sound right because he was he was working with everybody else like old like his old soundcloud days he was working with all those soundcloud producers mexico drone and shit and then p found pierre and then like magnolia hit and then like shoot a hit and all those songs so definitely some producers that are responsible for your favorite artists um, I hope, speaking of, though, I hope we get a producer project soon from Pierre because I think it could hold some very interesting things because I know he's very connected in the industry. I know he went to Wyoming with Kanye. I know he's been with Migos. Um, he's done stuff for Young Nudie. He's done stuff for Cardi. Um, I want Pierre to drop his own project again. The Life of Pierre uh, 4, I think it was, last summer. Yep. That was a slept-on project, in my opinion. Yeah, he's dropping a deluxe this Friday, actually, Juneteenth. Oh, shit. I, I mean, I guess transition, segue into upcoming music. Yeah. Um, he's dropping his deluxe this Friday. How many and songs? Why is he dropping a deluxe a year later? I, I, don't, I don't really know. <laughs> I, I really don't know. I don't know if the songs were done or what. I mean, it's probably just 
the industry thing of wanting to stretch it out so that he doesn't need to drop music for another for for the rest of the year probably you know and then just focus on dropping sometime next year 2021 but yep that comes out this friday um what else do we have new music this week juneteenth music i don't even know what what's coming out uh i feel like there was one more tiana taylor oh yeah tiana Ooh. taylor oh shit so we've got Tiana with Twitter. Man, you need, that's the only reason I'd be on Twitter. I hate it. This Friday, I think. This Friday. So yeah, we've or is got it next Friday. We've no, I think you're right. I think it's Juneteenth. I think it's the nineteenth. Actually, looking forward to this project because I don't know about y'all, but I've been running back. Um, KTSE, been running that back as of late. This is an incredible project. So I hope we get. I think I think Tiana gonna deliver. I hope that production. Matches what Ye was able to do, cause I thought that was just a match made in heaven. Um, so hopefully some more shit like that. Yeah, I hope there's more Ye production. Um, maybe some features, but at the same time, I, I don't think they're gonna have more Ye production, cause she was fed up with that nigga. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. I know. Well, but I'm saying like I hope the production like I hope the production don't take away from the project. That's it. That's all the upcoming. What happened to the Pop Smoke project, Vance? July third. July third. Oh. Um. Yeah, the Pop Smoke project got moved back uh, a couple weeks. I think to July third, July second, whatever weekend that was. Um. You dropped the but single. Yeah, I was a little sad that didn't drop. I did not listen. He did drop a single. Uh. It was. It was did with um Rowdy Rebel, from Bobby Schmerda's GS Nine crew. Yeah, I listened to it. It was a cool single. Um, like, I mean, y'all know me. I'm like king of the leaks. So I've heard this. This wasn't one of my favorite, most anticipated records, but um, I'm definitely excited for the album because there's a lot of shit on there I'm waiting on. But I mean, that's but the yeah. money team. We got that green. Um, unheard, another edition. Thank you for fucking with us. Any last words, gentlemen? Uh, my unheard artist, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go off on Vance's thing, give him more background. Uh, this is, uh, my unheard artist is Charles Hamilton. He was, like, supposed to be the next big thing during the blog era. I remember, um, yeah, he was supposed to be the next Kanye West. He was, like, Don, the Kanye West guy. But he, he um suffered from bipolar disorder. And this was, like, before rap and, like, mental illness were, like, aware of each other. <laughs> so he lost his deal. He went to, like, a mental institute and basically fell off. But before he fell off, he dropped... A very fire mixtape. My unheard song is um Charles Hamilton music. It's the intro to that very fire mixtape. America got a thing for this gangster shit. Well, I ain't got it. So a different shit is whack to you. Don't cop it. I can only be honest in the shit that I write. Take a trip through my life. Visit the vivid imagery I'm giving you twice. One with the beat, the other when I'm spitting precise. You can't help but say this nigga is nice. But if I don't make a text fit, you won't respect it. A cop the record, so fuck it. Let me get reckless. If I like that shine on your necklace, I'ma bust shots. Go shine on your necklace drop top sped off when them hot shots let off now your ass can't wear shine cause your necklace podcast over dog